0: Yo, what's going on, bro? Hey, it's your boy Jerry, the TR for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, October 19th, 2022, and we're here on season 9, episode 114. Yeah, I got it right this time. I definitely, uh, checked and double checked and triple checked to make sure that I was saying it right this time. I was kind of, uh, embarrassed that I got it wrong two days in a row, Friday and Monday. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today was a little bit of a, uh, change of direction, just a little bit. This one was one that, uh, me and my coworker uh, worked on me me and Megan she was uh talking about uh, some things that I really are in my wheelhouse you know obviously you know i don 't like to talk about fitness in the and the exercise aspect because i don 't really see uh, the point in talking about exercise and uh, my specialty is not necessarily um, you know science obviously i I appreciate science but i 'm not a, a a physiotherapist or a phys- physician or anything like that. So I can't come from uh, the the data background, which is, you know, I guess if you listen to me, you're uh, that's probably not your your thing either. You're more so uh, listening to me because you want to hear about a more holistic approach to fitness, and that's. Essentially what I do here is, uh, it's less of, uh, push-ups and, and crunches and macros and stuff like that. And it's more about, you know, your mindset and how you take your attitude uh, in the gym. Uh, outside of the gym, and how that incorporates into your everyday actions and your habits that lead to you know a healthy and happy lifestyle overall so yeah it's again it's not about push ups and chicken and broccoli it 's more of a holistic uh what are you doing everywhere in your life kind of thing so uh I took the opportunity to think about the uh question that is most asked of me uh, as a personal trainer, you know and I, it's it's one that I find ho- kind of it's it's somewhat easy if somebody's genuinely asking me I find it a little bit difficult but the general answer uh, to this question is you know diet and exercise and the you know the question is uh, what is the quickest way to uh, either a lose weight or b get stronger that's pretty much the two questions that people ask although the real question that everybody should be asking is what is the quickest way to get fit or and or healthy uh, because once you become fit and healthy you lead a fit and healthy lifestyle and those other things like getting stronger and losing weight just kind of go hand in hand with that situation. So uh, yeah <laughs> that's the long-winded way of saying we're going to talk about uh, five things that you wouldn't normally hear a personal trainer tell you that are important about getting stronger. All right. So without further ado, uh, that was the clunky way of trying to get to the, uh, the title of this here episode. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, season nine, episode 114. And this episode will be called Five Fitness Tips That Fit Pros Can't or Won't Tell You. I've been training for about 20 years and I have to say that the question that most people ask me is, what is the quickest and easiest way to get stronger? Well, I have to say, the easiest way to do that is to come train with me here at General Fitness Company and I guarantee you we'll get stronger a lot faster. But. If you don't have access to me or you don't have the ability to get here to General Fitness Company, well, I have five tips for you today that can help you get stronger faster. And these are tips that you might not hear your typical personal trainer or your fitness professional talk about, so listen closely. Tip number one, strengthen your core. Now, you might be saying to yourself, I do a lot of crunches and I do a lot of sit-ups. What else do I need to do to strengthen my core? Well. Let me tell you this. Your core is not just your abdominals. In fact, it's your hip flexors, it's your abs, it's your chest, it's your upper back, and your lower back. Essentially, it's your torso. It's important to strengthen your torso because it's what connects your whole body together. Your hip flexors connect your your legs to your body, your shoulders connect your arms to your body, and your chest connects your head and neck to your body. Now, when you strengthen that, you obviously will have a stronger core, and that will make you have uh, better awareness of your body, help you move better through the world, and it'll help you give, uh, give you a little bit better balance, not to mention that it'll help you breathe better. All these things will help you prevent injuries, and that's ultimately what we all want in our lives, to be injury-free, right? So. One exercise that you can do is a back extension. The reason why I recommend doing a back extension for your core is because, you know, obviously, you all you already know about a crunch, you already know about a sit-up, but most people spend about 8 hours a day in a seated position. When you're in a seated position, especially if you're working, you're going to have a slightly forward tilt. And because you have that forward tilt, you're going to have what's called forward flexion on your lower spine. So, the opposite, or the antidote to that, is a back extension. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna lay on your stomach, you have your feet together, you're gonna have your feet on the floor as you raise your chest off the ground. Now That's gonna help you strengthen your back and it's gonna help you counterbalance that eight hours a day that you are spent in a seated position. Now, as I said, strengthening your core can also help you with your breathing. And I also said that well, most people do spend about eight hours of their day in a seated position. So, that being said, you're gonna have a little bit of compression in your diaphragm when that happens. When you have that compression, that's going to help, you. that's going to unfortunately make you either breathe from your chest or your belly. Or in certain cases, if you're strong, you breathe from both. That's ultimately, ultimately what we all want. We want to be able to breathe from our chest as well as our belly. But if you're in one of those cases where you're breathing from either your chest or your belly, we have an exercise or have a, something that can help you strengthen that, uh, strengthen your awareness in your belly. Or strengthen your awareness in your breath. And that's our second rule. Rule number two. Have awareness or create awareness in your breath. So if you are a belly breather, what you want to do is you want to put either a foam roller or a ball underneath your belly. And that's going to help you breathe through your chest. Okay? So what you're essentially trying to do here is you're trying to eliminate that, that process. Eliminate where you're normally breathing. Limit that and so that you can create awareness where you're not breathing. So the opposite applies for, your che- for uh, chest breathers. If you're only breathing in your chest, you wanna put a foam roller or a ball underneath your chest. You're gonna lay on your stomach and you're gonna try to execute on your breaths. And that's gonna gi- uh, give you a little more, more awareness of how you're breathing. It's gonna help you uh, breathe stronger. It's gonna help your core be, uh, become a little bit stronger. And of course, it's gonna help you with your balance. Just a quick tip, just a quick tip on top of a tip. Uh, You don't just breathe with your diaphragm. You actually breathe with your whole body. If you take a deep breath, you can see it's not just your torso that moves. Your shoulders move. You have to kind of get some balance with your feet and your legs. And that's what we want to talk about in this next tip. Strengthen your feet. So, yes, as I just said, your balance is in your breath, but it's also in your feet. We want to have stronger feet because obviously your feet are what help you move through the world. If you have good ankle flexion, if you have good ankle extension, if you have good balance in your, uh, if you have good strength in your feet, you'll obviously have better balance and you'll be able to move better throughout the world. So one exercise that I have my clients uh, execute is a calf raise and a calf raise is really good because obviously it's good for your balance, but it also helps with your ankle flexion, which is very important. A lot of people walk flat-footed. A lot of people kind of work and uh, walk and they use mostly their knees or their hips and they don't use a lot of their ankles. So one one exercise I have my clients do is a calf raise. And it's very simple. You just stand on the ground uh, with your shoes on or off. It's your choice. And you uh, just literally reach your heels up off the ground. You want to do this by putting all five, uh, five toes on the ground. You want to have all five toes pushed into the floor because you want to make sure that you're practicing putting all the pressure on all five toes that helps you, helps you with, your, uh, sh- with your strength in your feet. So uh, the fourth one here, the fourth tip we're going to want to get into, as I said, uh, balance and breathing is important, but what's also important is uh, moving through the world. As I, we, we alluded to that when we were talking about the calf raises, uh, but Moving through the world is not just forward and back. It's also side to side. It's squatting. It's extending your ex- extending your spine, as we talked about earlier. It's forward flexion, and all those movements are controlled by your hips. So a lot of people think that you know it's important to strengthen your hips because it's good for your knees. Uh, but it's not just for your for your knees. Again, it's good for uh, it's good for your squats. It's good for your. Uh, it's good for for pretty much everything that you need to do that involves you moving from one place to another. So if you want to have stronger knees, if you want to have stronger ankles, if you want to have a stronger back, you're going to execute on some hip presses, okay? So as I said before, when when you're uh, at the office, you spend about eight hours a day in a seated position. In a seated position, you essentially eliminate your hamstrings altogether. You're not using your hamstrings at all, and because you're not using your hamstrings, whatever you don't use, you lose. So you're gonna have atrophy in your hamstrings as well as in your glutes. So the hip press is executed by laying on your back with your feet flat on the floor and your knees bent. What you're going to do is you're going to lift your hips up off the ground, and that's going to help you activate your hamstrings as well as your glutes. And if you strengthen your hamstrings and glutes, you will eliminate, uh, eliminate the movement or you eliminate the need for you to use your knees and ankles when it comes to extension, forward extension, and backward extension, as well as moving side to side. That's, a, you know, that's pretty much the cause for most injuries that uh, most people do not have strong hips is that they uh, use mostly their knees and their ankles and their lower back to execute most movements. So uh, that actually, uh, we're gonna go into our last tip here, the fifth tip, and that is a weak muscle, or excuse me, a tight muscle is normally a weak muscle. So, a lot of people think about this, they say, uh, you know, when, when you have a tight muscle or something like that, you say, oh, I need to stretch my hamstring, you know, if you have a tight hamstring, I need to stretch my hamstring, or if you have a tight shoulder, you think, I need to stretch my shoulder. But that's not necessarily the case, see, there's a thing called an uh, associative, associative process, uh, <laughs> the uh, principle of association, excuse me. So uh, what that essentially means is that whatever is tight is not necessarily the thing that is going to be the... Uh, the uh, the mover right so if like again if you have a tight hamstring uh, what's gonna happen is that it's not necessarily the hamstring that's the issue it could be your calf muscle or it could be your glute or your your lower back all these things are connected to the hamstring and because uh, and you'll notice that the uh, hamstring is tight or you'll notice that there's a weakness there because of that tightness and that tightness is caused by the pulling of the other muscles that are stronger than that hamstring. So again, if, you, if that principle or the, uh, the example here is a hamstring, uh, your, glute might be, or your glute and your calf might be stronger than your hamstring, so therefore they're pulling on that weak muscle. So because that weak muscle doesn't have the ability to pull back, it's going to feel tight. So what you're gonna, what you want to do is essentially is you want to strengthen your muscles. You don't want to spend all your time stretching. Obviously, stretching is not a bad thing; it's a good thing. Yoga's been around for thousands of years, so it obviously has its validity. But that's not the only thing you want to do. You want to strengthen your muscles so that you can have that uh, have that contrasting force. You want to be able to pull. You want your hamstrings to pull back. On your glutes and on your calf muscles you don't want them to be acted upon you also want them to act all right so that pretty much does it for these five tips these are again these are tips that you won 't hear most fitness professionals talk about most people talk about uh, specific exercises or they talk about your diet but they don't talk about these hidden secrets that most people uh, you know just don't really aren't, aren't really aware of because that's not really what they focus on we all want to look good on video and we all want to have strong biceps and a six pack uh, abs but if your back is not functioning well, or if your hamstrings aren't doing what they're supposed to do, well, then eventually you're going, to be, you're going to be susceptible to injury, and you're not going to be a happy person. So, anyways, I do appreciate you watching this. I hope this brought you a lot of value. If you did uh, enjoy it, feel free to share it with someone else. Uh, until uh, next time, this is your boy Jerry Washington, and as always, keep good company.